Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Place your spirits in the upright position. We are cleared for takeoff. And now here's your launch pad flight directors, Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations, Payson. Good morning. This is Pastor Nevin, and you have joined the launch pad. We're so excited that you've decided to spend the next 30 minutes of your morning with us. Pastor Dina and I. Good morning. We are here to help launch you into your destiny, to set you up for success. And no matter what the situation you're in this morning, this is an opportunity to seize your day. Good morning, Rim Country. We are just so excited to be with you, and we hope you've enjoyed the launch pad thus far, and we're excited to spend our Sunday mornings with you. And I hope you enjoyed um, our friend and author, Brent Luck, the last few weeks. But we want to try to remind you, three weeks ago, we started a subject on pursuing passion. So, Pastor Nevin, let's launch into um, another subject regarding passion. So, listener here in the Rim Country, we'd like to ask you, what are you passionate about? What is it that makes your adrenaline mm. move? What What is it that makes you really happy, joyful to be alive? I think you could probably sum it up by looking at the seven mountains. Mm -hmm. Something in each one of these mountains tricks your trigger, so to speak. Yeah. Something that uh, gets your juices flowing. And, and those seven and mountains... I was just going to say, Pastor Nevin, for the new listener that may have not been with us in the past, um, can you... Let's, let's describe those seven mountains. The seven mountains are what we believe as the pinnacles or high parts of society in Mountains culture of influence. and these things are pretty much in every single subject that or every single part of culture so we have family the mountain of religion the mountain of business the mountain of education the mountain of government the mountain of arts and entertainment and the mountain of media so each one of these seven areas or each one of these mm -hmm. seven mountains is something that you the listener and yeah. Pastor Dean and I, we have an opportunity to influence for the kingdom of God. Right. And the church, we've said this before, but the church has, for the most part, kind of alienated itself from a number of these mountains. Right. Uh, for instance, in the arts and entertainment, Hollywood, mm -hmm. that whole that whole mountain, we've kind of said, well, it's going the wrong way. We can't be part of that. We need to separate out of that. And we've kind of given it over to the enemy. Yeah. And so that's just one example. But right. we, we need to be influential. And, and I know there's people out there that have uh, a passion for mm -hmm. writing screenplays and yeah. writing and acting yeah. and being part of a movie that would change society's yeah. view. So and, that's kind of what we're talking about this and morning. And one thing that I that I want to remind you that we discussed about three weeks ago, but we had our friend up here for, for several weeks on the launch pad, which we were super excited about yeah. that. But one thing that we discussed was living from passion versus performance and obligation. Right. So if you're just working from obligation or you're just, oh, man, I have to do this, um, and you're just kind of grinding, through life, um, I would ask yourself, 
you know, what am I passionate about? Right. What what makes me I like to say what makes me tick. And so when we're thinking about those those different things, um I think that we have this ideal um for passion and we're not really sure what we're passionate about in in talking with people. Um if you ask someone, "Hey, what are you passionate about?" Can they give you an answer? And that's one thing I believe that the launch pad and, and Pastor Nevin and I, that's one of our missions here in Rim Country is to really bring out what people are passionate about. You know, even the producer that sits and listens to us and record this um, every week. So his passion is in, is in the media. That's right. One of the people in our church just over Christmas had God say something to her, and she was like, I've never felt this way before. And God dropped a whole um, screenplay into her. And she goes, I've never written a screenplay. I've never even thought about it. That's right. And she's actually went to California for like a six-week trip to write this screenplay. And it's just like it's just coming out. So I want to encourage you that maybe what you were passionate about yesterday might not be the passion today because I think Pastor Nevin, even our passions can change That's right. as we grow. We have the ability to have a wide stroke yeah. passion. Like, like for instance, mine and yours, okay? Yeah. If you ask me, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about transforming lives or helping God transform lives, mm-hmm. helping people transform mindsets, yeah. change the way they think about themselves, yeah. change the way they think about others, in unlocking and launching them into right. what God has created. Now, that's a pretty broad stroke. Right. Now, that can fit into a pastor. It can fit into a producer. It can fit into pretty much every right. aspect because I'm passionate about changing people right. and the way they 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 feel. So right. so passion can be big. Right. And what you're doing today, don't be discouraged either. If you're in a job that you feel you're not very passionate about, you're just paying the bills through. Mm. I want to really encourage you not to give up. Right. But to actually look past this. Uh, everybody has stepping stones in their life. And right. and so if you're in a job that you feel is dead end right now, just use that as a encouragement mm-hmm. to find how to get out of that how to how to move right. on in your passion right. so pastor dina what excites you what excites me is seeing people their passions unlocking inside of them i love to get with people and just ask them what do you like to do in life and nine times out of ten i get a blank stare of wow i i honestly I don't know what I'm passionate about. And hear me out there in room country today, here on the launch pad. This is never about a condemnation. This is never about, wow, I'm, I just don't really have it. This is about unlocking you because a lot of people say, well, I must not want to do anything. And really, that's a lie that the enemy, I believe, has fed you. Um, and actually, right now where you're working, that might be passionate, but because you've just kind of become numb to what you're doing, um, you've lost your passion and and therefore i believe that you know what excites you um is it working with kids is it um working with the elderly is it producing radio shows is it nevin i i know one of your passions is working with your hands um when when you're in your little wood shop doing all your crazy creations and they're super awesome but that's just another one of your passions that's right and that's like your happy place that's something that actually just just spoke to me was everybody says for a long time I didn't have a a hobby and I didn't have something that I would fall back on Mm. but I wondered why it wasn't that I wasn't interested in anything 
but I always said I was too busy. Okay. Mm. I like to say that busy is being under Satan's yoke. Mm. So when you get yourself so busy that you cannot express your enjoyment, express mm-hmm. what you enjoy to do, then that is an opportunity yeah. for discouragement. That's an yeah. opportunity to, to get discouraged. Down. This morning, I want to encourage you to also find that rest. Yeah. If you're not where you want to be and you feel like I am not being passionate where I'm at, I'm actually in a dead end, I want you to take some time and just breathe. Take yeah. some time off. Just take some time to just sit and reflect on what do I really enjoy to do? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not careful, I get so busy, I can't do anything else except right. just stay in my specific situation. And before we go to the break here, I just want, uh, this just came to me as you were speaking. Being busy actually will cover up your passion. Yes. Because you become so busy in everything else that you actually forget what your passion is. We will be right back after this break. Sunday on KMOG. Join Pace and Jason for Vinyl Gold, your favorite country gold on vinyl from 7 to 9 a.m. Followed by Focus on Faith, 9 to 10, Inspirational Country Music, and Launchpad, 9 to 9.30, bringing you an inspirational message from Pastors Nevin and Dina Hershberger of Church for the Nations, Payson. Sunday morning gold vinyl, the good word, and good times on KMOG, The Ranch. Hi, this is Pastor Nevin with the Launchpad. Each week, we'd like to showcase a kingdom business here in the Rim Country. And today, I'd like to showcase Mike's Fish and Chips. It's an amazing restaurant. It's an amazing fish. Go visit Mike's Fish and Chips at 516 South B Lane Highway. You'll be glad you did. And say hi to Mike and Marsha as well. Amazing people and amazing employees. Mike's Fish and Chips. Get ready to take off. We return to the launch pad. Here's your hosts, Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations. Payson. Well, we want to welcome you back to the launch pad. I'm here with Pastor Dina. Good morning. And I'm Pastor Nevin, and we're here discussing passion this morning. And our passion is to help launch you into your destiny right. and launch you into what God has created you to be. This morning, we've been talking about passion. Passion is expressed by our hunger and our thirst. Mm. That's what the word says. In Psalms 42, 1, it says, As a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. So we have to be hungry Mm. for something. We have to be thirsty for something. If we feel just mundane and okay where we're at, we have no drive, no Mm. hunger, no desire to go after something bigger. And my wife would totally agree with me that that my hunger and thirst sometimes gets off the charts for different things. There's like when I get honed in on a project or something that that I feel that I would enjoy, mm-hmm. that's like I, I become so focused and everything I do starts to yeah. relay towards that. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, totally. And you know, one thing about it is is you know hungering and thirsty thir- and being thirsty for something actually can be in the negative connotation as well it yes. can be you can hunger and thirst after negative things and you can hunger and thirst after good things i like to say whatever you focus you magnify that's right if you're i hate to say passionate about being negative but some people you just walk away from and go that's just the most negative person i've ever been around is are they passionate about it um, maybe because 
that's just all that that's, comes out. That's and what they seem to be focusing e- on. Exactly. And so their focus is like, yeah, my life is just, you know. But when you begin to focus on maybe a new beginning, maybe a new start, and you begin to, you just have to watch God open that passion. One thing I'd encourage you guys this morning is to really sit and think about who you're surrounding yourself with. We talk a lot about that on on the launch pad, but when you start surrounding yourself with people that see value in you, that are passionate about you, um, it will begin to unlock something in you. Because a lot of times I don't see treasures in myself that other people will come into and see in me. That's right. So when when other people, so, you know, are you hungering and thirsting after the right people? Right. You know, are you, is your circle of friends, is that even good? Um, the other thing that um, I, I like to say is, is hunger and thirst attract heaven. Or hell. Or hell. <laughs> Either way, whatever you're hungering and thirsting after, you have to dissect and say, is this positive or is this negative for my life? Is this pursuing passion or is this obligation and performance? That's right. And you really have to sit back. And a lot of times it's the fear of not knowing what direction we're going to go if we stop doing what we're currently doing out of obligation and performance right. and stepping into the new and, and looking at what we're really passionate about. So what you attract is what you long for. That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. And in Matthew 5, 6, it says, Happy are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. So, again, like I said, hunger and thirst attract both heaven or hell, depending on how you and your attitude and your desire and what you're thirsting after. And you can have as much of God as you want. And we have experienced this in our lives. Like, you can have as much of God as you desire. In the Gospel of John, he writes in there, He who comes to me, speaking of Jesus, who comes to me, will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. You know, the reality of it is, is if you're hungering and you're thirsting after, um, if you're hungering and thirsting after God, it will awaken passions within you. Pastor Nevin, how do we develop a desire for more? We desire for more by coming to Jesus and spending time with him. Yeah. Now we're talking about a passion after God, but that is one and the same as our passion for what we do in life and what we fulfill in life. We can't do what God has created us for or our mm-hmm. destiny without first pursuing God right. and going after what God has for us. So your question was, is how do I develop a desire for more? It's by coming to Jesus and spending time with him. Right. The same way right. that I would build my relationship with you, yeah. my wife, yeah. is I have to spend time with you. If I do everything on my own and you do everything on your own, we no longer have anything in common. Right. And so if I believe in my heart, and I do, I believe that my passions were given to me at or before my birth. It yeah. was given to me at conception. Those yeah. passions were ingrained in me by God. Yeah. So what better way than to find out what I am passionate for and mm-hmm. what I actually am created for than to go to the creator. Right. In the natural, we get hungry by not eating. But in the supernatural, we get hungry by eating. And by wanting more and being thankful for what we have, we begin to crave more. And he rewards those who crave him. And we know that there is absolutely always more of God. Yes. There's more to be had. 
anywhere. Yes. We can never get to. We have all of. Yep. We have all of God. Everything is right. now ours. No, we always have the opportunity right. to receive more of and, God. And actually, Ephesians five eighteen actually talks about that very thing. It says, "Be filled," meaning in the Hebrew, continually with the Spirit. So, "be filled" is a present tense verb, which the Greek language reflects as a continuous sense. So, God is saying in that scripture, "Be being filled." It's a continuation. Of being filled with him, and that's how the passion, I believe, is stirred. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we return from the break, we're going to be talking about how passion is expressed. Mm. So we just thank you for joining us this morning and spending this time. We hope you're being blessed, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Pastor Nevin with the Launchpad, and I want to invite everyone out there to be part of our show. This is your show as much as it is ours. And so I'd like you to visit us at cftnpayson.com. And you can also like us on Facebook at cftnpayson. We also are on iTunes. So if you're a subscriber to podcasts and you'd like to listen to our weekly sermons as well as our Launchpad archives, you can find us by searching CFTN Payson in the podcast section of iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any prayer requests or if you have any subjects that you would like discussed here at the Launchpad, feel free to email us at launchpad at cftnpayson.com. Remember, we are better together. Get ready to take off. We return to the launch pad. Here's your hosts, Pastors Nevin and Dina Hirschberger of Church for the Nations. Payson. Welcome back to the launch pad. And if you're just tuning in, we want to welcome you to this time with us. Uh, I'm here with my host, Pastor Nevin, and I am Pastor Dina. We want to welcome any feedback from the Rim Country listeners on KMOG. You can reach us at launchpad at cftnpayson.com. And we just welcome any feedback. If you have any prayer requests, any topics for discussion, we welcome your feedback because we want this to be just as much your show as it is ours. And so we have been talking about pursuing personal passion this morning. And so if you're just joining us, just dive right back in. You'll get in the flow with us here. One of the things we're going to talk about in this segment is passion is expressed in intimacy. Philippians 3.10 says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. When we think about intimacy, one of the things that Pastor Nevin and I talk about a lot about intimacy is it's really into me you see. And when you think about into me you see, a lot of people go, whoa, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I, you, 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 there's that wall there. And that's from fear, rejection, covering up. Man, if they know the real me, ooh, they ain't going to like me. That's you right. know, all those different things. And so I want to speak to our listeners this morning. If you're afraid of letting your walls down around the current people you're hanging out with, uh, maybe it's time to That's hang right. out with some new people because the only way that you're going to fully engage in your passion is to be around people who believe in you and can encourage you. I believe that when we begin to become more intimate with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, and with people around us as well, just you know, engaging in conversation, fruitfulness will then flow from that place of intimacy. That's right. Fruitfulness is what we're all about. In fact, the Word mm -hmm. says that God looks at our fruitfulness. According to the Word, He says that by your fruits they shall know you. Mm -hmm. And so people will 
know us by what comes out of us. And right. if we're not allowed to release that, if somebody doesn't allow us to be me, if I can't be right. Nevin, right. just plain old Nevin to someone out there, and I can't right. be someone that I can pour my guts out to or they can pour their guts out to, we, we aren't intimate at all. Right. And like you said, fruitfulness flows from intimacy. John fifteen five says, if a man remains in me, intimacy, and I remain in him, again, intimacy, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, not having any intimacy, you can do nothing. Everything we do is supposed to flow from right. an intimacy, a place where I am vulnerable mm-hmm. and open. My walls have dropped down for you. Yeah. So when we think about everything we do needs to flow from a place of intimacy, yes. if you're not intimate with Father God, if he's not a big part of your life, I'll put it that way. If you don't like the word intimacy, I'll use if he's not a big part of your life. If he is a big part of your life, you can show unconditional love. If he's not a part of your life, your love is conditional. That's right. So in other words, depending on what you're intimate with, negative or positive, if you like those words, everything you do will flow from one of those. Your love will be conditioned. It'll be conditioned because if you hurt me, well, then I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do that. We have to realize that God can release his kingdom power through passion. That's right. And, and we have to remember that that power is the power to heal. It's the power to love. It's the power to have joy. It has to be the peace inside of us. All that power comes from our passion, Mm -hmm. our passion for God, and having passion and being able to walk in our passion otherwise. Yeah. Because I'm never more at ease with life Mm -hmm. than when I'm walking in my passion, Mm -hmm. in my natural passion here, in watching lives transformed, watching people, their mindsets change. Uh, being a pastor, when things are going along and I am fulfilling my passion, I'm at peace. I have yeah. joy. I'm able yeah. to love. Yeah. I'm able to walk in the power. Mm-hmm. If you think about John 3.16, it says, For God so loved, that is some serious passion going on right there, that he gave That's right. his only son. That Jesus modeled, you know, that's what I love about the word, Passion is modeled through everything. Jesus did nothing apart from compassion, but it was moved. He was moved by compassion, but it had to come from a passion. That's right. To see people set free. So the big question is: is why is passion important? And I believe the answer to that is because it attracts heaven and it attracts good things. When you're not passionate about anything, you're just humdrum. You're just going through life. You're not. There's no enjoyment. There's no fulfillment. And so how do we get more passion for God? It's definitely by the more we allow ourselves to become intimate with God. Mm-hmm. We, we allow ourselves to be truthful. He already knows. He already knows our heart. Mm-hmm. He knows us backwards and forwards. He knew us before we were born, before mm-hmm. we were created. He knew us from the beginning of time. So he knows it's us being honest Mm-hmm. And us being vulnerable and us allowing God yeah. to be a part of our life and allowing ourselves to open up to the fact that he mm-hmm. loves us unconditionally. Yeah. He loves us without end and he gave his only son to to die for our mm-hmm. salvation. And so once we kind of come to that revelation and we open ourselves yeah. up for this, we now are intimate 
Mm-hmm. So again, intimacy is the key that unlocks your passion. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I was asking myself as we were preparing for this morning is what can still my passion? And I'm sure Pastor Nevin can elaborate on this as well. But one of the things that came to me was not understanding that God's fighting for me. That's right. Not fighting for us. Um, a lot of us get into marital issues. We get into relational issues, which are hardships. And that can still our passion. Um, viewing our current circumstances, this is it. Yeah. I'm never, I'm never going to do anything else. This is it. This is my circumstance. And only seeing yourself in that place. And then we let the circumstance still our passion, but dictate our joy as well. And dictate our theology. We start to mm. believe that God can only do what happens to us. Mm. What happens in my life that's all he can do. So yeah. he's going to pay my electric bill this month. Yeah. But that's all he can do. So every month I'm going to ask that he takes care of this bill. You know, But we know that he says that he's an abundant God. Mm-hmm. And our intimacy with him will show us that he's so much more yeah. than a God that takes care of my bills. Right. But he's a God that gives me more than enough. Mm-hmm. He's a God that gives me everything. And so all these things steal our passion. When we get narrow-minded and we look mm-hmm. at a specific hardship, or maybe you've been sick for a very long time, and mm-hmm. all you can see is your sickness. You can't even see yourself being healthy. If you can't see yourself being yeah. healthy, you don't have the hope to yeah. get there, yeah. nor the passion. Right. So I guess that leads us to the listeners in rim country how are you going to express your passion really start to think about that your passion will create vision to build a successful life and your passion will help you overcome opposition and discouragement and drive you to greatness as we bring this segment to an end here this morning what you focus on you magnify that's right so begin to focus on your passion begin to focus on what makes you tick? Begin to focus on what am I really doing in this life and, and how can I effectively show my passion to, to others? And that would be my encouragement to you as a listener. What are you passionate about and how are you going to go and express that passion? And that's right. I want to also declare over the listener this morning, you may be you may be in your home this morning, maybe driving, you may be listening on headsets or whatever, but you may be at a point in your life where you just think that I have no passion. I have no desire. I have nothing to live for. I'm just kind of a biological blob here on this mm. sphere we call Earth. And I want to say no. I rebuke that lie. Yeah. You are created for a purpose. You yes. have been given a passion. Each and every one of you has been given a talent and a passion to influence one of the seven mountains, if not more, mm-hmm. of the seven mountains in culture. Mm-hmm. You have been given something by God. And I want to encourage you to rest in yes. knowing that you have a passion. Yes. And we want to thank you for joining us this morning on the launch pad. Thank you for joining us on the launch pad. Thanks for listening and, and being part of this show. You're always welcome at CFTN Payson. You can come out this morning. We, we start our Sunday morning experience at 10 a.m. And we're located at 901 Southwesterly Road here in Payson, Arizona. And we would love to see you. And our family is there waiting with open arms. Mm. So we just want to bless you this morning and we do want to remind you that we are better better together. together.